Hey, welcome to Honky Talk, everybody. I'm Todd. I'm here with the minister of D Podcast, Big D. What's up, Big D? Hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on, man? Well, we got to start this week. Uh, you've been called out. Uh-oh. Who called yeah. me out? Uh, there's a huge game this week. Okay. Huge game, but it's not one the Honkies, I'm sure, at least all of them know about. Uh, it is Dot versus Todd in the Honky Fantasy League. Oh, oh. He's so, going to get smashed. Um, well, there there have been some comments sent in. And uh, I'll just uh, I'll just read them, and then there's a challenge. Okay. So uh, CDOT wants to know why you are last in the conference in your own league. Well, first of all, I thought it would be nice if I started out last so that guys like CDOT could get some confidence before I crush them. <laughs> he also wants to know what it feels like when he auto-drafted, only retained three players from his draft and picked up the rest in waivers. And he wants to say thank you to whoever decided it's a good idea to drop Chicago's D on their bye week. Yeah. Was that me? I don't think that was me, but okay. And yeah. uh, so so we come to the real issue. Okay. Okay. Uh, What's the challenge? There's a bet. Okay. He, he says, whoever loses this game has to eat a Chipotle burrito of the other's choosing. And he says... You both know I can compile a big Chipotle burrito, and if I win, he says, you ain't going to crap for a month. (laughs) Well, hey, hey, I need that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but I'm just going to say it like this. If I win, it's going to be all cheese. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, um, have you accepted the challenge? Yeah, that sounds good. One condition. One condition. What's that? I can't do jalapenos, man. I don't think they have jalapenos. It. All right. Well, then, then I'm good. Way. Then um, I'm good. So here's the deal, honkies. Um, it's Chad, C. Dot versus uh, Todd in the uh, fantasy football challenge this week. Check out our Facebook. We will post the winner, and we'll also post a picture of the burrito. <laughs> so um get ready for that but uh had to call that out love the interact yeah. interactions of the uh of the honkies yeah other than that let's get into the show um all right tough week in ohio no doubt Man, about. it's a bit it's been a tough couple weeks in college football period yeah um let's let's get started because I, I i do have a a fat fable in the unfriendly skies. So we, we might be, we might be pushing some time this week. Let's get into our three things. Okay. Um, you go first with your first three thing. First well, thing. Well, well, my first thing was, is on Monday night football last month or this Monday, Booker McFarlane says that he used to take sissies in the middle of a game. Now, those of you not from the South that don't know what a sissy is, that's where a guy sets down to uh, go number one. So basically he was saying instead of going to the restroom during a game, he would sit on the bench and pee himself like a child. I think, I think it's been documented though, that more dudes than him have done that. Isn't that well, where Mark Schlereth got the name stink? Yeah. Um, actually I had never, I mean, 
now that I think about it, I mean, I could see dudes doing that, especially during that era. But I had never heard of it before, like publicly, until uh, Booker said it on Monday Night uh, Football. And then later in the week, I caught a Dan Patrick podcast where they were talking about Solera uh, doing that and a couple other guys that I'd never heard of. So I guess that's a big thing in defense and offensive linemen. So I wonder. I mean, if you think about it, as dudes get older, they, they got to go number one more and more. Um, I wonder, I mean, if you think about it, they're a long way from a toilet. Um, well, apparently not that far. Odell Beckham went Monday night, and that's where the uh, comment came from. Huh. So, well, anyway, okay, so let's move yeah. on. Uh, my, I have a feeling my number one is going to – elicit a lot of talk a lot of uh, a lot of comments so we'll try to make this short uh the ohio state buckeyes yeah not championship material i've seen this week uh people talking about well if the buckeyes clean it up and they can win out and maybe make the final four listen buckeye nation you don't want that you don't (laughs) want you know you don't want this team in that final four because it's going to be an embarrassment. And you know what? Here's the thing. Todd, you and I were texting on this this week. Mm-hmm. I have this set of college teams. I went against my principles last week because, uh, or the week before because I thought that, well, you know what? Uh, maybe West Virginia will actually go undefeated this season because they have Will Greer. Or maybe Wisconsin, even though they've got a quarterback that um, isn't that good, maybe they'll pull it out against Michigan. You know what? You know what I've come to, Todd? Uh, well, I know from the text, but I'm sure the Honkies would want, want to know. Ohio State is one of those teams. They they could, uh, no, might possibly could. be. Not could. It's a fact. If you look back <laughs> over the last five years, okay, take the 2014 anomaly of a, cha- of a championship out. Because, mm-hmm. again, you could make the argument, what if Nick Saban – um, or moreover, Lane Kiffin had continued to run Henry in that in that in that game, uh, that playoff game versus the Buckeyes, because that Henry that back Henry was mm-hmm. running all over them. Okay, mm-hmm. so you take that game out because we all know Oregon wasn't that good that year. No, right? You right. take that game out of the mix, folks. This is a team that is a perennial one-loss team in games they should win every year. Every year we deal with this. And if you don't believe me because you're built you're you're buying the buckeye hype, go back and look at the records. Go back and look at them. And here I'm going to make a controversial statement here. Okay. Buckeyes are no better today than they were with Jim Tressel. Well, I think that's you've let that known a few times before. Well, I think it's been proven. Okay. You know, you know, um, not to change topic or anything like that or move this conversation in a different, a different way, but I think Ohio State should do something along the lines of what Florida State and Penn State did back in the day with uh, Bobby Bowden and Joe Pa and just make uh, Urban Meyer a figurehead that stands on the sideline and draws recruits and let the uh, coaches actually coach. Um, I think Urban Meyer's too stubborn to get rid of this read option. 
that uh, he he loves so much. And uh, man, I think when uh, Day was uh, coaching, when uh, he was uh, he was suspended, uh, we were humming. I mean, regard you know, I know the competition wasn't as good, but maybe you do something like that with the guy. Yeah, the the difference is Joe Pa and and uh, Bowden were in their eighties. Well, Urban I get Myers it. in his fifties. No, I I get that. But what I'm saying is, you know, do something like that with the guy. Well, I, mean, I don't care. I don't care if he's at like seven million dollars a year to be the man. And folks, he ain't the man. Let let let's be honest. I, I got in an I get in an argument on Twitter with a local radio guy uh, about the the different uh, the different uniforms uh, that Ohio State employs, and and he was mm-hmm. saying how you know you got to stick with tradition and blah blah blah, and I. I texted, I hit him back on Twitter and I said, look, you know, there's one thing that wins college football games and that's 20 year old kids. And guess what? 20 year old kids like Nike. Yeah. They like different uniforms. I'd rather they be happy and, Mm -hmm. and Ohio state bring in five-star recruits than you be happy. And what I got back from him was, well, Alabama doesn't have to do it. Hey, Hey honkies. I got news for you. We ain't Alabama. We ain't. (laughs) We are not. If you think that we are on par with Alabama, you're a homer. Uh, nobody's on par with Alabama at this point. So, you know, we talked about it. The Bucks yeah. fit the profile of the teams I named in our preseason, uh, our preseason talk. MSU, LSU, Wisconsin, um, Washington, Virginia Tech. They will find a way to lose a game they shouldn't. They do it every year. We aren't who we claim to be. Simply put, if you disagree, you're a homer. So basically, uh, D, you're saying Ohio State is a poser team. I'm saying that – what I'm saying is that, you know, you've got the talent. You're paying coaches out the wazoo. You've got two head coaches. You, you, on the defensive side of the ball, you've got a former NFL coach. Yeah. Okay. The defense yeah. is is not good. And I even saw I sent this to you this week where yeah. Shiano has said um, that he thinks they're on the right track. You, for for when next year, the year after that, because it ain't this it. season. My head's it's not this season. You, Purdue just hung sixty on you, dude. Like yeah. seriously. Really? Really? Yeah. Yep. Really? Folks, we are playing in to what the national scene says Ohio State fans are, and that is delusional. Okay? This team is not yep. good. Okay? Woody Hayes rolled over in his grave like three times the other night when it was fourth and one, and they couldn't get a yard. A yard. Yeah. Terrible. So we could talk about this all night. Let's go yep. back to you. What's your number two? My number two is uh, actually I wanted to throw uh, the uh, people of Cleveland a uh, bone. No I think I think if the uh, LeBakers make a couple more moves and a couple pieces in free agency, I think uh, I think they're going to be really good, man. They they need a kicker first of all, but uh, I think if they figure out a way to win some of these games, they're going to be pretty good coming up man, next they- couple years. They they are trying to shed that Cleveland luck, aren't they? I mean, they like are. Every I mean, week. they 
they try hard, man. They really do. I mean, I feel bad for them. Uh, <laughs> uh, they try hard and they come up short every week. And it's it's got to be frustrating to be a fan. Uh, but, you know, hang in there. I think you guys are trending the right way. So. All right. Well, that's, that's good stuff. My second thing is, um, and this is painful for me. I mm. mean, I, I, I am like, I, I'm probably going to have nightmares starting in uh, November. Mm. And that is Michigan. As we are kind of circling the uh, edges of the toilet as it's being flushed, uh, yeah. Michigan is looking really good. Yeah, they, they, uh, looked, they looked good last week. They are currently, according to Vegas, a two-and-a-half-point favorite when they come into Ohio, Ohio Stadium. Mm. When Michigan comes into Ohio Stadium, uh, that, mm. that great week between, you know, at the end of Thanksgiving, they mm. are favored by two-and-a-half. Mm. I don't want to talk about what that game looks like. What I want to talk about is what life looks like. Mm. If after a a 15-year run of 14 wins and one loss to Michigan, Michigan, what life looks like with a Michigan win this November? Um, Folks, they're bad enough. I mean, wrap your head around the fact that they've lost 14 out of 15 to Ohio State, and they still claim to be superior. I mean, it's going to – life is going to be unbearable, folks. It ain't even going to be – it ain't even going to be pretty. It's going to be ugly. It is going to be very ugly from the uh, locals who love uh, Michigan. They will uh, let us know all about it for a whole year. Yeah, it, it's um, they're already an arrogant bunch of people, to be yeah. honest with you. They have been since the history of, you know, their school started under the under the guise of Ford Motor Company. All the Ford Motor Company kids went to Michigan. Ohio State was a bunch of farm kids. Okay, and so yeah. they, they've always claimed more, um, you know, intel, intellectual superiority. But, um, you know, it's just it's not even it's not going to be pretty. And the, the, the fact is, um, I see Ohio State winning at uh, with Nebraska. I don't I think Michigan State's going to be tough, honestly. And, and, and after that, I mean, I, I you know, if if Ohio State played Michigan last week, it would have been a lot more than two and a half. It would have probably been more like 21. Mm. Mm. All right. Hit me with your number three. My number three is uh, I actually, uh, after we recorded the podcast last week, I sat down and watched the Celtics beat the crap out of the 76ers. And that was my two teams I picked to uh, finish the year in the East. And uh, the Celtics look scary good. Yeah, they, uh, they played deep. so well that Joel Embiid said, that's not even a rivalry. We are not even, you know, we're not even supposed to be in the same gym with them. Yeah. Um, I, I still uh, like my uh, pick that if the Celtics uh, are healthy at the end of the year, they're going to they're gonna win the championship. Uh, they are deep. And uh, Tatum, man, that guy is a star. And uh, his star is burning so bright that uh, people are forgetting about Kyrie Irving and uh, Gordon Hayward even being on that team. Yeah, and uh, I saw this off the hot off the presses this evening on on uh, a pre- preview with Sports Center. It looks like the Houston Rockets are making a play for Jimmy Butler. Well, yeah, I mean, heck, if uh, they make a play for it and they get him. 
depending on how he fits in with the rest of the team, I mean, that's a good that's a good move. Jimmy Butler is a great player. Yeah, the only problem is with that bunch of people, there's only one ball. So that is you know, true. We'll we'll see what happens. Okay, so yep. uh, let's see. So it's my number three, right? That's correct. So the third thing I noticed was your Bengals got worked harder than a 500 pound man on a stress test or a stress test treadmill. Um, good yeah. lord, they ran them out the building. Is it me, or did it look like uh, Andy Reid was on the sidelines playing Madden on easy? Yeah, he – that wasn't even – that that was a prison movie. I mean, it it wasn't even close. And what's crazy is the Pats beat the the Chiefs. The Chiefs smoked the Bengals. We thought the Bengals were kind of in the upper echelon, to be honest with you. What that tells me is that means that there's a lot of so-so teams and very few quality teams in the NFL this year. You know, you're probably talking about the Rams, the Chiefs, the Pats, and and who? Yeah, um, yeah I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Maybe the Chargers might sneak into that. But, uh, I mean, there's no dominant, you know, teams. Uh, but you are right. Andy Dalton dropped the soap. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't a good game. All so. right. So, that's it, right? Let's get on to our well, picks. Before we, get some- into, before we get into the picks – I wanted to point out that uh, myself and Sean Barrett was wrong on the World Series all the way around. It ended up being the Dodgers and the Boston Red Sox. And it looks like the Sox are running away with it. Man, the Sox look good. So, uh, yeah, we were wrong. We were wrong there. So, just wanted to point that out to the honkies out there. Not always right. I still think Sean Barrett's analysis was good. I just think, you know. Uh, It was was dead on to me. That's how I would have done it. Yeah. But, you know, that's why they play the games, folks. That's exactly right. So, let's get on to our picks. So, in uh, college for the year, uh, D is 18 and 12. Man. I am 21 and 9. Man. Right. But but, uh, you're smoking me in the pros. So, uh, this week, the five games I took was uh, number two Clemson, favored by 17 at Florida State. Well, we won't pick the points, but I'll, I'll ask you what your what your thoughts are on the points. Um, obviously, Clemson. I don't think Florida State looks very good at all this year. Uh, Cle- uh, Florida State's looked pretty good the past couple weeks. They look good enough to beat Clemson. No, um, the reason why I picked this game is it's a number that they're top ten team or top five team. The other the other three uh, number one. Uh, number one, number four, and number five are all on by this week. So, uh, and Florida State's traditionally had some success against Clemson at home, but uh, I don't see that this year. So I'm going Clemson as well. Okay. Uh, next game is number nine, Florida, at number seven, Georgia Bulldogs, who are favored by six and a half at home. Well, you're leading, so you pick first. Well, I'm going Georgia, but I could see Florida walking in there and getting an upset. Yeah, I'll go with you. I'll go with Georgia. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to pick against the dogs at home. Um, this game, to me, is kind of intriguing. This is kind of the, uh, um, I don't know, the kind of, Blase blah, Big Ten game, but their two ranked teams is number eighteen Iowa 
always seems to be ranked around 20 at number 17, Penn State. Uh, Penn State's favored by six and a half. And it's a 3.30 p.m. start. Who you got? I got Penn State in this one. What's well, that? It's at Penn State. It right? is at Penn State, yep. Yeah, you got to go Penn State. Yeah, if it was at Iowa, I might, might take Iowa on that one. But uh, next game we got is number 14, Washington State University. When's the last time they've been ranked that high? At uh, number 24, Stanford, who's favored by three at home. Okay, who you got? I, I took Stanford at home, man. I'm going to go Washington State. Okay. Uh, Mike Leach is a genius uh, offensively, so we'll see what happens there. Okay. Yeah, that's an interesting game to keep an eye on. That's a 7 o'clock start. Um, and then we're going to the late game, 8, 8 p.m. start. We got number three, Notre Dame at Navy. Navy uh, Notre Dame's favored by 24, but uh, Navy has uh, tend to have some success against Notre Dame. Navy has success against pretty much everybody because generally they run that triple option. Yeah. So for this for this week, everybody has to switch up uh, what they're doing on defense and and uh, kind of rewire everything. Right. Um, I still don't think it's going to make a difference. I'm going with Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm going Notre Dame as well. Um, yeah, Army and Navy both run that wishbone offense. That's ancient, but uh, they're 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 tough. So, yeah, if you if you run that offense correctly, it's hard to stop. That it is. Um, all right, so now we're going on to the pros, where uh, Darren is uh, spanking my rear end. Uh, he is seventy-one thirty and two. I am sixty-four thirty-seven and two. So uh, we got tonight's game. I had the Texans, uh, Dolphins at Texans. Texans favored seven and a half. I'm going Dolphins on this one. All right. I haven't seen the score yet or nothing like that. But uh, um, next game we got is uh, Eagles favored by three at Jacksonville. Mm. Uh, I'm going Eagles. That's that's where I was going as well as Eagles. Um, Then we got the New York Jets at CDOT's Bears who are favored by seven and a half. Got to go Bears. Bears. The Bears. Uh, next, we got the uh, Buccaneers at my Bengals, who are favored by four. I'm going Bengals. Yeah. I'm going Bengals every week, so here I know where I'm at on that one. Uh, uh, we got a rematch of the uh, – the week one tie, the LeBakers at Pittsburgh Steelers, who are favored by eight at home. I mean, is this even a question? Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't think uh, the LeBakers hang in this game. I think Pittsburgh might blow them out. Uh, I think that week one tie was embarrassing for them. Yeah. Um, we got Mrs. Honky's Broncos at a. Our honorary honky, uh, Andy Reid's Chiefs, who are favored by ten. Yeah, I, you got to go Chiefs. Yeah. How how can you not? Right, man, that offense looks scary good. Um, now we got uh, the Seahawks at the Lions. Lions are favored by three. 
Oh, yeah. I might have to go. I'll have to go Lions for probably the first time this year. Yeah. Uh, other than week one where Matt Stafford looked geriatric. <laughs> yeah, I took Seahawks in that one. Um, this next game doesn't have a line, but the uh, bets are favoring the Redskins. But the Redskins are at New York football giants. So I, I took the Redskins in this one. Yeah, I'll take them too. Next game is the Baltimore Ravens, who are favored by two at Carolina Panthers. I'm going to go Carolina with the upset. That, that's uh, exactly who I took as well. Um, next game, we got the uh, Indy Colts favored by three at Oakland Raiders. No secret there. I took Colts. Yeah, I'm going Colts. Yeah, it's hard to go anything Raider right now, um, especially after they traded their star wide receiver. Crazy. Right. Crazy. <laughs> they're just They're just gutting that team. That Prince Valiant haircut got the dude. So we got. We got I don't. I, I huh? don't know what's going. I don't know what's going on there. I mean, they're, they're getting I, ready I, for I saw Vegas. this week. Yeah, I saw this week that they were thinking of trading the the quarterback Carr, and yeah. I'm like, what? So you just want to start from scratch, right? I mean, that's what it seems like, man. Yeah, it, it every day he looks crazier and crazier. You know, his runway for success must just be 17 miles long. That's well, all I got to say. Well, you know, uh, he's got a 10-year contract, and uh, Al Davis was no stranger of uh, doing dumb stuff with his football team. So, sure. All right. Um, next game, we got the uh, Packers at the L.A. Rams. Rams are favored by nine and a half. That's going to be a good game, I think. Um, I still think it's at the Rams, so yeah. I don't yeah. – I, I, I'm going to go against my rule of picking against Aaron Rodgers. But you know what? The 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 Rams are a special case this year. Yeah, um, I took the Rams also. But I think if uh, the Rams are going to lose one right now, the Packers would be the team to beat them. But, uh, man, I think it's going to be the – man. the way it's looking right now, it might be the Rams and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And that, that, that would be a great game. So Yeah, it would be. Very um, – I think very offensive. Right. Right. So next game we got is uh, the San Francisco 49ers favored by one at Arizona Cardinals. The toilet bowl. <laughs> that, that would be that would be it this week. Uh, who's favored? Uh, the 49ers by one. At the at the Cardinals. Yeah. Man, I, I mean. I feel bad wasting breath on either one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I took the Niners, if that makes it easier for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll go. Uh, you know what? I'll go Cardinals. All we right. got to see some movement, right? Right. So... Uh, Sunday night game is going to be a good game. We got the New Orleans Saints at the Vikings, and there is no line at this time. You know, Minnesota's a tough place to go in and play yep. at. I'm going to go with Minnesota. Um, I want Minnesota as well, even though the uh, money that's coming in is being placed on the Saints. So, um, Monday night football, and this one's a no-brainer as well. Uh, the Pats favored by 14 at uh, the Buffalo Bills. 
Yeah, you got to go, Pats. Yeah, this is not going to be a week where I'm going to run away and catch you or anything, but uh, yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question. Okay. You being a longtime NFL fan. Yeah. Um, has Sunday night replaced Monday night football as the, the one you want to watch? I'll tell you what, I haven't watched Monday night football in a while. And uh, this past week, I had just caught the uh, Booker McFarlane thing as I was flipping through channels. Um, I think the Sunday night game has replaced the Monday night game. I think that's a safe, safe assessment. And I think the Monday night thing also has to do with the fact that they took it from uh, ABC and uh, took it to cable. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I, I think that um, I will say this. Um, Dan Patrick not being on uh, Football Night in America, I think hurts it. I, I think Dan Patrick yeah. is excellent. I think they should have given him his short-term contract like he wanted. Um, yeah. I think that show has taken a, a nosedive and, you know, I just, I, I don't, I don't like it as much, but that being said, uh, it just seems like the Sunday night game is better. It seems like I can get a little more focused into it and enjoy it more because I'm not between work days. I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see. Uh, in my mind though, I think I'd love to see the numbers. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'd love to see how yeah. popular uh, one is over the other. Yeah, I might try to look into that and see if I can't find that for us for uh, next podcast or something. That the, would uh, ratings you're numbers. You're going to fact yeah. check? Yeah. Well, I might fact check if I got a, a free second or so. Well, I'm not I'm not against fact checking. I'm just saying I ain't going out my way to do it. You well, I mean? you can you can uh, spend that time that you're not on the toilet from eating CDOT's burrito uh, fact checking. <laughs> Yeah, CDOT, CDOT's going down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So All right. Um, that's it for our picks, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. CDOT's my Browns this week. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Put it out there like the that. The gauntlet has been thrown <laughs> down, folks. Uh, you know what's great about this is I got a platform to talk crap and he doesn't. Well, <laughs> here's the deal I'm going to have him. If he wins, he's going to send me his comments, and they're going to get, oh. they're going to get said. Oh, okay. So, so I'll, I will be his proxy. All right. For sure. <laughs> All right. So uh, how many weeks in a row have I texted you from an airplane? The, at least the last three. Yeah, I think I've been on a plane four weeks in a row. Um, yeah. This week I went to Denver. Uh mm. You know, I, I consider myself a fairly patient guy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just unfriendly. Um, and the airport just gets on my nerves. So here's the thing about getting in an airplane, especially for a big guy. For those of you that have been longtime listeners, you know, you heard me talk about five people on an airplane. I think it was our first or second episode. Um, people just do the stupidest stuff at an airport. So... As a big person, you know you're getting on to a metal tube where you're going to be sardined. And you're going to be sardined next to people that you don't know. And so, like, I have a couple rules. So when I'm in an airport, like before I get on the plane, you got to give me space, man. Yeah. I mean, so 
I get on an escalator, and this woman, okay, we'll call her Talkie Teresa. Okay. I mean, let me just give you a for instance. You've been on an escalator before, Todd. If somebody gets on the escalator, don't you give them like one or two steps in between? I, I do. Not this lady, man. And and she was on her phone. Ooh. And because she's a step above me, the the the, the step right above me. Mm. Her hand on her phone is four inches from my ear. Okay. And, you know, she is talking to someone about her doctor's appointment. Mm. And Talkie Teresa, just so everybody knows, has a really bad case of hemorrhoids. Ooh, nice. And went into detail. Ooh. Four inches from my ear. So so let me ask you a question. I'm trying to picture this. Now, was Talkie Teresa a bigger woman? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Does she, did she have red residue on her fingertips? <laughs> <laughs> no hot talkies were, were no. killed in, in the, in this story. Okay. But I will tell you that the word, I kid you not, the word discharge was used. Ooh. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So Ouch. there's that. Shots mm. out to you, Talkie Teresa. Yeah. I hope it gets better for you. But really, next time, at least do a step in between. Seriously. Okay. Yeah. So I then get off Ooh. that escalator. I hop uh. on the train. I head to the gates. I sit down. Okay. okay. If you've ever been near airport gates, you know that there are hundreds of seats. Yeah. I am at least an hour early, which means that there are hundreds of empty seats. Yeah. I'm stretching out. I'm mm-hmm. letting my skin breathe because I know I'm about ready to get on a two and a half hour flight and sit next to somebody and literally be squished to death. Mm. This lady is on her phone. Mm. Again, not talking Teresa. We're mm. going to call this lady Chatty Kathy. Okay. Chatty Kathy had her pick of over a hundred seats. I'm trying to let my skin breathe before clamming, you know, cramming my blessed assurance into a $500 cheek squeeze, buddy. Oh. I mean, I'm like, please, I don't want to be around people. Give me my space. Mm. And she's walking up. I'm like, don't sit next to me. Don't sit next to me. Don't Ooh. sit next. She takes the seat right next to me. Congratulations, winner. And she's on the phone. Not only is she on the phone, she's eating oh nice nice so she shacked you right next to you while on the phone Ooh. what is she eating is a mcdonald's filet of fish oh <laughs> that's she like that's so the worst cl- fast food sandwich on earth she sat so close to me that when she bit into the filet of fish while yeah. talking on the phone with her mouth yeah. full I could hear the tartar, sco- the tartar sauce squish. Ugh. Okay? Ugh. Now, that was another conversation I didn't really want to be a part of. Right. But she's obviously talking to someone that's a male about how she's going to, quote, put it on him when <laughs> she gets home. <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait that, till I get home. I'm going to put on you. <laughs> Okay, so I've got the smell and the sound 
a fillet of fish. Ooh. I've got Ooh. her talking about her um, ex, ex escapades. Yeah. When she gets home. Yeah. There's also the smell of a smoke filled Marlboro smelling jean jacket. Oh, she was too. she was wearing a jean jacket on top of this. Oh yeah, total dub tea. Oh, this story like, just keeps getting better. Yeah, like she, I mean, you know those older ladies that look like a bag of bones. Yeah, I mean, this lady, she had seen um, some. She had seen her history of life, but, right? And yeah, let me ask. I you. don't judge people, but dude, I I really don't need to hear about can, what you're trying to do. Can I ask a quick question? I'm Did, afraid. Did she, yeah, sure. Did she take an ink pen and write Slayer on the back of her jean jacket? No, I mean, or Metallica this lady was in her 60s. It doesn't matter. Metallica. So it was more like, it was more, it wasn't Metallica. It was more like uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary or like uh, Rolling okay. Stones. Yeah, Stones. Or like any of that. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, um, Chatty Cathy, I hope you got home okay and had enough, uh, <laughs> had enough energy to uh do what you need to do yeah so put it I, on. I, I then i then get on the plane okay so we haven't even made it to the plane yet yeah so i get on the plane okay I'm, I'm i'm obviously sitting in an aisle seat so i can like lean out into the free space right okay, okay. but i'm not leaning out into the space okay and backpack nancy <laughs> starts to get on the plane and she's walking down the aisle swinging her shoulders with the Ooh. Mount Everest scaling backpack. Ooh. I mean, I don't like if I had this backpack, I could probably put everything I own in it. Nice. Okay. And she's swinging it as she's walking down the aisle mm-hmm. and she swings it my way. And the bottom of the backpack literally smacks me in the jaw. Nice. I kid you not. Nice. I kid you not. She was trying to um, knock you out. And she, it's, I, I know I got a big head, right? But seriously, <laughs> like, what are you doing, right? I, take the backpack off, put it in front of you while you walk, and don't hit anybody. How now, hard is that? Now, was okay. this was this a uh, a black lady, white lady? Oh, it was. I don't know what that has to do with it, there, Chief. But, but um, <laughs> it was it was a younger. Call it a millennial. Uh, white girl yeah okay of course no i'm just trying to get get an idea of what what she said to you afterward if it was going to be an excuse me or an excuse you i i i couldn't be sure i mean i think it was an oh sorry but she was she was well on her way yeah i mean she didn't care she yeah yeah and lastly folks this is a public service announcement for all you that are getting on planes look i do this all the time okay we're going to call this cat Roller Bag Richie. Oh, okay. Folks, when you get on the plane, mm-hmm. you are not supposed to continue rolling the bag. No, you pick it up. Pick up the bag and get down mm-hmm. the aisle. Yeah. So I sit in the aisle again, and this dude is pushing, not pulling, mm. pushing his bag. And he's not smart enough to figure out that he's hitting the aisle every seat down the aisle he cracked me right in the knees with his roller bag 
I mean, Ooh. that roller bag, you, you cannot push that straight. It looked like Peter Griffin after in the car after a night at the clam. I mean, literally, bang, bang, bang. Like, pick up the bag, dude. Plus, there's like 100 people standing behind you waiting to get on the plane. He was like, roadhouse in the... He was road house. <laughs> he, he was kicking it down the aisles. <laughs> so luckily for me this week, I do not have a flight to get on. I do have one next week. Ooh. And then I think I'm done until December. Nice. But folks, I mean, use your head. Yeah. Right. First of all, it's never okay to crowd a fat man. No, never. 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 Get off me, son. Seriously. Yeah. yeah never. Leave me alone. All right. right. That, that is the thing. I mean, and that's not just in the airport. That's not just on a plane. That's not just, I mean, anywhere you go, if there is extra space around anybody of size, stay away from me. Right. Plus, there, if I was skinny, I wouldn't want you all up on me. There, so, yeah. There's, there's rules to that in general. Just give the person space. It don't matter where you're at. If there's three chairs, Dude's on the end. There's one in the middle and one on the end. Take the one on the end. Don't take the one in the middle right next to the guy. Right. Nobody wants right. to sit next to you. No. And I I don't want to hear about your hemorrhoids, and I don't want to hear about your sex life. Right. I mean, and I don't want to get cracked in the jaw, and I don't want my knees blasted by your roller bag. I mean, Man. is that too much to ask, folks? So, Seriously. So, so uh, you doing all right, though? You You okay? I mean, I'm still a little, you know, a little, yeah. little angry, but yeah. you know, I'm, I'm home. Uh, yeah. I, I came in the, the, you know, my own home studio here and, uh, you know, honky smalls said for me to tell the honkies, uh, what up? Oh, what up? Yeah. Tell him what up. So we'll, we'll tell him what up. Honky yeah. smalls has a, has a tournament this weekend. So oh, he's nice. going to be doing some fighting. So we'll see, we'll see how honky smalls does at the Taekwondo tournament. Uh, but, you know, it's always good to be home. It's good to do honky talk. We're sorry that this was a day late. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we got to pay the bills. There it is. We do have to pay the bills. So what else? I mean, that's it, that's it for the fat fable. I, I, okay. Know, yeah, okay. I, a lot of people will, will email us and say, you know, you, you could just solve all this by losing weight. Yeah, like I said, I, I mm. probably would have my same problem with people's stupid behavior if I was 150 pounds. Right. So, well, you know, you know, if you lost weight, you'd still get cracked in the head or the knee. Right. Right. You know, and I, I still wouldn't want to hear about hemorrhoids or. Well, that's or exactly like, right. If, or, or dub T sex. I yeah. Mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, that, that has nothing to do with weight there, but uh, yeah, I yeah. understand. I understand. But uh, Hey, uh, 3,400 uh, streams. So, we're... so so last week we had 400 streams then. Yeah, that's what, that's what it says. So uh, that was a good week for us. Yeah, I think the honky, because we, we haven't promoted this thing in a while now. Yeah. We'll probably do one or two more shows. Um, we feel like it's going, it's going pretty well these days. We feel like we're getting through. We're getting great feedback. Yeah. Please continue to uh, tell your friends. At some point, you know, we'd like for three, 300 streams a week to be 3,000 and then 30,000. And then, you know, so we'll see what we do with this thing. But yeah. for now, um, we're humbled. I mean, yeah. 300 streams in a week. That's yeah. awesome. That was amazing. So uh, keep keep doing what you guys do. Uh, listen in and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, hopefully this thing takes off. And uh, we, we, we thank you for everything. 
Buckeyes got a uh, a bye week. I know we talked about it in the beginning. Yeah, um, they need what, it. What, what's your prediction for the rest of the year? Um, man, I I'm no. I think we'll go into to the Michigan game unscathed, and then uh, man, I hate to say it, but I think the team up north might get us this year. Oh, hot take. Yeah, hot take yeah i don't know i don't i don't i mean i would i I would like to see urban say you know what um let's get rid of this dinosaur offense that i'm running with a quarterback that can't run it um in my opinion on offense the offensive line doesn't know what the hell they're doing and it's because of his offense i think the best way to get as a former offensive lineman to get your offensive linemen fired up, get them some confidence is run block. Get in the pro offense, turn around, hand the ball off to your two thousand yard running backs. Let your offensive line tee off on people, get some confidence, and then that will translate into the pass blocking. You could either do that or when you're in the red zone, you could bring in Tate Martell and let him run the read option with the read option run. Yeah. And that will open up because you can go two different directions and not just right into the center of the uh, pass blocking, which yep. basically surrounds the running back. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. And I think defense, listen, this is gut check time on defense. I mean, that does not look good all year. I mean, you heard even the national pundits say Ohio State will outscore you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the defense, this is probably the worst looking defense in 10 years. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, you feel bad for Shiano because he was almost a head coach at a, at a power five school. And now, um, you know, uh, oof. the thing is he's real good buddies with Meyer. So I wonder, I wonder what's going to happen there. Uh, yeah. but you know, we can overanalyze this to death, but I, it just came to me last week again, I get in these cycles where it's like, you know, what, what the heck, what's going yeah. on. And then it's like, look, it's college football. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not uh, whether my kid gets to eat lunch tomorrow, it's not putting money in my pocket. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I will tell you, like I said earlier, until I'm convinced otherwise, we're a second tier team. That's just all there is to it. Um, could, could they be a first tier team? Absolutely. They could. Do they pay their coaches enough to be a first team, first tier team? Yep. They absolutely do. Mm-hmm. Are there the resources at Ohio State, uh, unlike any other place other than Alabama? Yep, you got it right. Yeah. Are they underperforming? Yep, they yeah. certainly are. Um, I think Meyer has a halo around him. I think that the, the local media has a problem going after him. I think if he loses to Michigan, it's going to be a problem. But again, folks, you've had you know 14 years out of 15 where we've gotten the win. It, it could go the other way this year. It might it might just go the other way, especially if they don't uh, if they don't get back to playing fundamental football. Um, I text you this: uh, Ohio State is putting lipstick on a pig. They're just trying to make it look fancy. To stop stop overdoing everything, get back to basics, and just let these athletes do what they do and stop overdoing everything. Because you're killing them by overdoing stuff. I think that's a good point. Okay, with that, anything else for the honkies before we uh, we get out of here? No, I'm I'm done for the week, buddy. 
All right. We appreciate it, folks. Uh, part of this is a catharsis on our part to just complain about our, our teams. Yeah. Um, you know, it is what it is. We appreciate you listening to us. Without you, we don't exist. Um, we're happy to see that the ratings, um, or I'm sorry, the listenership is going up. Continue to tell your, tell your people if you like what we do. Um, we'll be back next week where, you know, I don't know who's going to win this fantasy football thing. Folks, I think, but here's what I promise you. I can tell you. I promise you. Yeah. Whoever wins, there's going to be best smack talk of you, and you've heard in a long time because <laughs> the two may be horrible football analysts, and they may be you know horrible sports sports guys, but these yeah. two guys can talk trash. So that's, that's right. we're we're going to get at least a show out of that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, all right, tell C dot to. Uh, well, I'm telling him right now, C dot, you're going to miss that field goal in overtime. Mm. And you're going to have to eat a lot of cheese next week. That's all mm. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, C-Dot is lactose intolerant. I, yeah. I for, to know that. For those, for those that don't know that, <laughs> he is lactose intolerant. <laughs> it could get ugly. You're right. And, the, and you know what? You shouldn't make him eat, like, the vegetarian meat, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the idea. All right. <laughs> all right. All right, folks. We'll let you go. Thanks for your time. Honky out. Honky out. Thank you.